there's levels to Reiki. So like level one is, is all about healing the self and like the mm-hmm. journey inward. And, um, you know, one of the things I, I always say is like the deeper you're able to meet yourself, the deeper you can meet other people. Mm-hmm. So the deeper you go into your own self healing, um, the deeper you're able to facilitate healing and transformation in other people because you've, you've been there and you like really have di- like di- dove into your own self healing. This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. I am your host, Joshua Church. Grateful to have you with us. New episodes are dropping every Wednesday and Sunday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can get the notification when a new episode comes out. And give me a follow on Instagram at Joshua Dean Church to catch different clips and highlights that I post. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, you find something that might be valuable, please be sure to share it with a friend who also might be into it so that together we can continue to grow our tribe of others. Today, I'm excited to bring you a fun conversation I had with one of my dear friends, Morgan Mancuso. Morgan is a Reiki master teacher and an energy transformation facilitator. After learning about Reiki, she immediately knew energy healing was her calling, and this set her on a path of her own healing, finding true self-love and diving headfirst into deep self-discovery. She eventually became a Reiki master. In her Reiki sessions, she intuitively works with each person's unique energy to move through physical, emotional, and spiritual blockages. She's seen time and time again the power of our own innate ability to heal from the inside out. She's now expanded her practice from just Reiki sessions to empowering others to go deeper into their own healing by certifying women in Reiki through her one-on-one online course, Awaken the Healer Within. In addition to talking about her own journey, we talked all about Reiki 101, understanding the foundations of energy healing and how you can uplevel your energy on a daily basis. Give Morgan a follow on Instagram at energetic underscore bliss and check out the show notes for links to her Facebook group where she hosts free workshops, her website to book Reiki sessions with her and her Awaken the Healer Within online course. If you liked this podcast, I'd recommend checking out episode 21 with Dr. Sophia Costa or episode 47 with Joy Grayson. All right, without further ado, please welcome Morgan Mancuso. Morgan, welcome. This Thank is you. so exciting. I'm so excited. This is so fun. This yeah, has been a long time in the making. A long time coming. I'm so excited. <laughs> and so happy to be here. I'm right on time too. It's always on time. Always in perfect timing. Yeah, 100%. It is. So um, welcome. Welcome to the show. It's very fun to do this in person in my in my new studio over here. Yeah. So it's appreciate you. setup. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty good. And I know you, you've got a good setup as well. And it just matters when you're when you're when you're building a lifestyle and a life, having the having the home environment is like so important. Hundred percent, the intention behind putting your energy into a space and making it because you can feel it. Like you walk in, it's like, oh, this is Josh. Yeah, awesome. hopefully in good ways. It is, <laughs> yeah. it is good ways. <laughs> yeah, and you have a major upgrade to your space as well. Do yeah. you not? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean. 
Are you talking about the? I'm talking about the. <laughs> I'm talking about the part. new. I'm talking about the new roommate. Oh yeah, the new roommate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, moving in with Sage was a big step, and you know, it's so nice to be in a place where I'm completely supported and and right. be on the same wavelength as somebody. Like I've had roommates all the way through college, and you know, it's just nice to to be with somebody who's like always in the same vibe, and like we give each other that space. It's just like it doesn't. It's not work. Yeah, you know, it's really yeah. It's I everything. love that. I, I think that's so amazing too because. I, I see relationships like yours and Sage's and obviously you put in the work in the right ways, but it gives me a lot of hope too of just like, oh yeah, there, there, there's ways where like, it doesn't have to be one or the other a sacrifice or there's ways where you yeah. can really help each other and lift each other up, which is always beautiful to see. hundred percent. Even the things where it's like we balance each other out, it's always, it's more from like a perspective of growth, like, you know, in ways where like he brings things to my table and like helps me like move forward. It's like, there's no real like sacrifice. I don't think like, yeah. I think it's all perspective. Like love isn't really about sacrifice. It's like about like being there for that person and just like living by example and like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. bringing the best like part of them out totally now sage i'm sure is a great roommate but you've got a much cuter roommate yeah now. that's what i thought you were talking about that's <laughs> like, certainly the biggest upgrade no, <laughs> the biggest upgrade to yes, the space got a little kitten her name's kaya she's only 10 weeks old and she's just like the best part like she brings so much joy and laughter and yeah the cutest i'm so, i can't believe i've met her yet i'm really excited to meet her this week or next but yeah. Uh, I've seen the videos and pictures and she's the absolute cutest. What kind of, what kind of upgrade has having a kitten in your life brought to you? You know, I, like I've always considered myself a dog person and mm. like, I've never really had cats for that long. <laughs> um, but I, it's having a cat is totally different. Like the, she like is very in tune with our energy. Like mm. I noticed like yesterday after my massage, it was like, she came over and like laid on my shoulders, like the, where I like released the most energy. And wow. like, she's like just, and she's so small and like, so, but she's, she has so much personality and she's such a sweetheart. So it's fun. It's fun to see Sage just like love her so much. Too. Yeah. It's like melts my heart, you know? Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. It's like soft parenting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. It's funny seeing the different styles and ways we like, Yeah, you know, yeah. with her. It's the, funny. There's certainly something to it. That's amazing. <laughs> so, um, so I want to dive into your, your experience with Reiki yeah. and this concept of Reiki is so fascinating to me. And I know we did some work together and you helped me a lot with just even the one Reiki session we did was really powerful. Like it left an impact on me. What's like, if we start from square one, <laughs> if I have no clue what Reiki is, yeah. how do you explain Reiki to someone who has no idea what Reiki is? Yeah. So the word Reiki is a Japanese word. Um, it means universal life force energy. So it's the energy that exists in every single thing, whether it's alive or not. So like this chair we're sitting on, like your water bottle, like the energy that exists in the universe, the world, like everything has energy in it. Mm -hmm. And so basically all Reiki does is it brings in that energy that already exists around us and it allows for more balance to be in our mind, body, and soul. So it addresses like the physical body, the spiritual body, and like the mental and emotional body. So it's 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 hard to explain it yeah. in broad terms because it's it's such an all-encompassing concept, but it's it's just simply like the energy of everything. Yeah. And and this is like this is science, right? Yes. Like like this is yeah. this is a big shift, right? Yeah, it's every single thing that exists has energy in it. Like the basic form of matter is energy. Is energy, yeah. is protons, neutrons, it's it's electrons, right? It's the building blocks of exactly. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So as a Reiki practitioner, like all I'm 
all I know how to do is basically just call in, draw in this energy that already exists mm -hmm. into my body, flow in through me, through my hands, into the person that I'm working on. Right. So, you know, we are all energetic beings. And so by doing this, it it kind of goes where it needs to go. It has its mm -hmm. own consciousness. So it, it basically just filters into the person's like body and is able to kind of... Um, yeah, heal on the mind, body, yeah. and soul, like cellular level. That's so cool. So you're basically tapping into the consciousness of energy around yeah. and then channeling it to be able to bring it to somebody for healing. Yeah. And is that something that we can do to ourselves and yeah. with ourselves as well? Yeah. And that's something that's really important is like this energy work is is accessible to everybody. Like mm -hmm. it's not just set aside for like a select few people. Some people feel a more spiritual call to it, but this is like so important for, for self-healing first. That's the, kind of the first thing you learn with Reiki is how to heal the self before mm -hmm. you move on to, to heal others. So yeah, it's, you know, it's the ability to draw an energy and to really just have the intention behind, like, I'm going to like draw this energy in for healing wherever I need, like without me even having to know like where it's going to go. That's like really powerful and like kind of the first steps of like learning Reiki. Right. Well, cause I, I figure if you're going to be opening up and channeling energy to heal other people like you've got to be pretty clear yourself yeah mm -hmm. and that's why like there's levels to reiki so like level one is is all about healing the self and like the mm. journey inward and um you know one of the things i i always say is like the deeper you're able to meet yourself the deeper you can meet other people mm. so the deeper you go into your own self-healing um the deeper you're able to facilitate healing and transformation in other people because you've you've been there and you like really have like dove into your own self-healing yeah that's really powerful it's like i mean i found this with some of the coaching work that i do as well but like you're only able to go as deep with other yeah. people as you've been with yourself mm -hmm. can you speak to that at all yeah it's you know and it kind of touches on like my story a little bit too mm -hmm. but um you know it's I like to say like on the other side of our pain is often our purpose. Like, um, so it's, you know, the, as, as long as you're willing to meet yourself, um, and your deepest kind of darkest moments, like your shadow self, um, that, you know, you might not understand it at the time, but that allows for other people to kind of mm -hmm. t like come to you with that same like depth or whatever you want to call it. Vulnerability. And then, yeah. And, and, to be able to meet them in that place from a place of complete understanding is like, I mean, that's healing of itself, yeah. you know? So, yeah. And, and, and knowing that there's other people too, that have been through that too, brings you in that moment. I feel like a lot of comfort and a lot of understanding that like, okay, cool. Like I, if somebody else has gotten through this, then maybe I can get through this too. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I want to dig into your story here in a second as well, but the, this idea of, giving purpose to the pain, then that all of a sudden starts to happen, right? Like yeah. if I know that what I'm going through right now is really challenging and it might suck, but if I believe that on the other side of this, it will help me be able to reach other people and help heal other people. Totally. Like, do you feel that at all? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's hard to have that perspective in the moment, Yeah. you know, like we're going through something that's really challenging or, or kind of we're meeting ourselves in this like very dark place. It's like, it's oftentimes hard to have that bigger perspective, the higher perspective of like, Oh no, this is like going to help you move forward in your path. Or this is like going to be how you help transform other people's lives. Like, like to be able to like look at yourself in that moment and be like, Oh, this is going to like help me one day, or this is going to like come full circle for me at some point. 
is huge and it always does I yeah feel like you know yeah. like looking back in hindsight like 2020 hindsight like it all makes sense why we go through things right so it's like to have that perspective it's hard it, <laughs> it's easier it is. Stuff done but it yeah it it always comes full circle one way or another i feel right? like it's 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 a lot easier as just an instagram quote post or caption but then when you start living <laughs> it you're like oh yeah, yeah. i forgot mm -hmm. i forgot about this one but then the dots always connect don't yeah. they yeah and the other part of it is like actually like being vulnerable enough with yourself to like recognize that you're in a place mm. of darkness or you know because sometimes it's like we're not willing to admit that interesting like, for yeah. my, i can speak yeah. for myself yeah like you know it's like oh like i didn't realize like my mental health had gotten to this point or like i had gotten so deep in this thing but you know being able to first admit that and be like yeah i'm, I'm struggling right now and then to go on to to have that perspective you know that's powerful I, I think that's a really important point that especially and i'll say this as well like especially as like the the as men there's this idea of an identity of a man is not someone who's able to struggle or shouldn't show that struggle as well totally. but i do, do you have you seen that at all with your work as well of just people neglecting to ad, under like, admit that they're needing help or struggling i do um yeah. And it, it's not always with my clients because I think clients come to me with like a certain vulnerability already, right. but I see it in my life a lot. Um, there's like such like a need, like it's like a grind culture. Like we mm. like, we push ourselves and it's very like masculine yeah. in the way that we like go about things. And there's, I think it's seen as a weakness to, to be vulnerable and to like go there. And I see it with men too, but it's, there's so much strength in that. Like strength is vulnerability because that's the hard part, you know? Amen. Yeah. It's all perception. It's all the way you look at it. I learned that lesson and I've shared on this podcast before, but with Sage in Iceland, when we were doing the Wim Hof cold immersions and very quickly, if you like, I learned that if you try to brave the cold, if you try to like hunker down, like I'm going to yeah. get through this, like let's go. And you go into freezing temperatures, you're going to get slapped across the face. <laughs> yeah. It's going to not be a fun time for you. But the moment that you can just surrender and be like, all right, I'm going to relax into it. This is what it is. I'm going to just absolutely surrender and release myself to this and to the environment right here. Then it, it's a harder thing to do, but then it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. Hundred percent. And that's so it's like across life, you know. It's like to be able to surrender to each moment. That's like so against our nature as humans, I feel like. Like, you know, a truest nature maybe, but yeah, yeah it's it's well, it, it is because if you think about physiologically how we've evolved and adapted, right? When if fight or flight recognizing fight or flight modes tr trying for survival we want to have certainty and control surrendering is a vulnerability surrendering right. means sur like surrendering means potential death surrendering right. means like opening up to the idea of of dying and letting my letting your guard down which when we were cavemen and there were saber-toothed <laughs> tigers roaming around could have literally costed our life like yeah. we couldn't surrender exactly but now i feel like that's part of our evolution and of our consciousness of being able to lean into that and surrender because like your, your life's okay like you're not you're not going to die by yeah by by opening up and being honest with yourself yeah i think it's shifted more to now like the modern day need to control like our finances mm -hmm. like our bodies like things like have really we've kind of seen that it's become a fight or flight, you know, yeah. like, where's my next paycheck? Like, and it becomes that, but as opposed to really just surrendering, like, yeah, that's something I have seen is, is, you know, people who are about to take a leap or mm -hmm. are not sure about their next step. And like, they just get to a place of total surrender. It every single time, like comes full circle and works out. I've never seen it not work out for somebody who yeah. decides to surrender into it, you know? 
Absolutely. Have you read the book Surrender Experiment by yeah, Michael Singer? By yeah. your recommendation. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I love that book. It's amazing. But just the story of how he really just pushes that to the max and at every step of the way, Michael Singer, as he decides, I'm going to just surrender to each moment, say yes, go with the flow, see what happens. And he ends up building, building a billion dollar yeah. software company yeah. from just meditating in the woods. Like, Literally. how do you yeah. explain that? Right. And yeah. as he's consciously collect, keeping a journal of his process along the way, the synchronicities, how it ends up, it's like, so do you feel that there's like this, uh, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on how you might articulate this as well, but I feel like there's almost this, this like current or this flow of energy or well-being that's kind of flowing. And when we can surrender, get out of the way, we can tap into that and align with that. And then synchronicities happen, the meeting points, the rendezvous happen, the, the coincidences, if you will, happen, yeah, yeah. the opportunities unfold. Do you see something <laughs> similar to that? Yeah, it's like the synchronicities of the universe. Like we don't know the specifics, but I do know like the less we like try to like insert our ego or our control, mm. the more like like things just fall into place that we can't explain. And like I wish I could like go more in depth as to why that happens, but it it's really our only job is to just feel good, right? Like mm. we, you know, I'm yeah. a big Abraham. Abraham mix, mix yeah, one oh one. But it's so true. Like it's really like as long as you're like aligning with like your your like most authentic like self and you're just really prioritizing feeling good like things just flow yeah like and you just like catch a current and you like have momentum in that direction like things just become easier but it's about taking that first step into like stepping away from like that mm -hmm. grind that need to like control everything and mm -hmm. like the fear you know and really just trusting um i think that's yeah things just end up you kind of catch that current and it feels that way. Absolutely. That's the, if you want to actually get, if you want to create change, that's the way to do it within yourself and within yeah. others. But it's, it's that alignment. I love the way you use that word. It's that alignment with yourself, your higher, your highest self, your inner being, your soul, whatever you want to call it. It's that alignment. And then when you're aligned, then taking the hard action becomes really easy. Mm -hmm. Then all the hard work stops being a hard work and it just becomes more effortless. Right. And it becomes fun. It gets yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, cause you're like, you're living from your place of your like, most joyful, like authentic self, mm. like who doesn't yeah. live that way, you know? <laughs> I love that. So what, what is your idea of fun? What is you, what, what is Morgan living from Morgan's <laughs> place of authentic joy and inspiration look like? Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, I, the first thing that comes to mind is like Maui, like Hawaii, like mm. frolicking on the beach, like living in such a heart centered place, moment to moment, like really not thinking about like this phone call I have in two days. Right. Like, it's right. really like that state of presence and like complete, like getting lost in each moment, like, and, and really just being completely aware and like submerged in like every, mm. your, like your senses, like everything really like just living totally presently. Like that is joy Beautiful. for me. Just like one, the day is just one beautiful expression yeah. or musical note of just fluidity of presence. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really it. And I think like being that present is a luxury in this day and age like for me, Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like so much of my work's on my phone and like, I just get so swept up in like 
other stuff it's like whoa like after a while it's like what am i doing like yeah it's like it robs you of your joy after a while and mm -hmm. that presence like you know so what are certain ways or uh, guardrails or triggers that you put in place so that you can come back to that presence and come back to the energy as days and weeks go on i delete my social media apps i don't delete like my accounts but i delete them off my phone okay. <laughs> when i notice that i'm like kind of feeling a little in my energy and you know um i'll just delete my social media apps for a few days at a time yeah um and that really kind of promotes that more presence and that like you know like let's let's just take it one moment at a time that's like really the biggest thing is to kind of like crowd out the external noise and just mm -hmm. like let that um let that go um and really like be intuitive with movement like i like mm -hmm. to integrate like you know, I've been doing a lot more strength training. Some days I want to feel strong in my body. So I'll do that. Some days I want to feel like more flexible and fluid and like meditative. So I'll do yoga, like, mm -hmm. um, and prioritizing myself in that way. It's like all with intention, you know, it's like, I'm going to put myself first right now. Um, and the movement helps a lot, kind of bring you to your body. And then, um, you know, just having like a solid like meditation practice, like nighttime routine, like I take salt baths, like that really helps clear the energy. So yeah. Beautiful. How often do you do salt baths? I do it every time I do energy work. So okay. anytime I ever like work on myself or work on someone else, I'll always end the day with a salt bath. Wow. That's so like well, almost ritual. every day then, yeah. right? Yeah. It's almost every day. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, yeah. Sometimes, you know, if I don't have time or whatever, like I'll just do shower and just like imagine like the energy is like pouring off yeah. me and just like that it's all seeping out of me. It's all. Yeah. Yeah. How do you maintain as you're working like I know you're, you're working with your energy, but then when you're doing actual Reiki sessions, so that's part of the way you do Reiki, right? It's like you yeah. have someone on a massage table basically, and you're, and you're channeling the energy to them as they're laying on the table. Right. Mm -hmm. So how do you, does, does energy ever get mixed up? Is it difficult <laughs> to maintain your energy boundaries in that way? Like, is there anything ever sketchy about that? The only time it gets a little confusing is if it's somebody I'm super, super close with. Gotcha. So like if, you know, like my family or like, you know, mm -hmm. um, somebody that I'm around their energy all the time, that right. I, the lines can get a little bit blurred. Um, but I always set an intention before mm -hmm. that like my energy stays strong in myself and mm -hmm. clear and that, you know, um, I always call in my angels and my guides and those of the person I'm working on just to kind of keep that clear flow and to allow for me to step out of the way yeah it's, it's not me doing the healing it's it's the person doing the healing i'm just facilitating that mm. um so yeah you're just the channel exactly it's like take my ego out of it like right. i'm not healing anyone like, right I'm right just right facilitating this experience and and so it kind of helps in that way too to set that intention that's beautiful i really like that yeah I'm just picturing like as you're doing Reiki work, like I'm just picturing like Avatar, Last Airbender <laughs> stuff. Or, it feels like that sometimes. You know? <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. And it's it's especially interesting now that like kind of my different gifts are like evolving with my yeah. practice, like the certain like mediumship stuff and, you know, um, mm. the messages that come through. It's it's like fascinating. Um, but yeah, it definitely kind of I, like takes it a level deeper with my need to kind of like detach from what that means right like, you know what i make it mean and all that stuff yeah that's so can anybody do reiki is yes. this something you can learn to practice yeah 100 percent. i think everybody should do it and it's not just about the practice but reiki is it's cliche it's a way of life so like mm. 
They're the first one of the first things you learn is the Reiki principle. So it's just for today. I will not anger. I will not worry. I'll be grateful. I'll be kind to every living thing and I'll do my work honestly. And those are like the fine the five principles. And just like meditating on those and practicing those every single day, like like imagine the world we would live in, like <laughs> if like that was, you know what I mean? If yeah. people like lived by those five. Um so yeah, I think it's it's something that every single person could integrate and mm-hmm. it's it's not just set aside for spiritual people or people, you know, who feel like connected to energy. It's it's really accessible to every single person because it's the energy that's in everything. Yeah. Like everybody has it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah. Um I think some people feel more of a calling to it like mm-hmm. I did. Um I felt like a very deep knowing that this is what I was supposed to be doing, but um you know, like I've worked with people who are not spiritual at all and and they feel the movement of energy and it's like a very powerful experience for them too. Yeah. I I think that any athlete can relate to that movement of energy or the feeling of energy when you think about momentum, for example, like momentum is such a crazy thing and you can feel it when you're playing sports, when you're at a sporting game or watching sports, a sporting event. But this idea that like the energy of the crowd, the energy of your team, like these are all palpable things that we can feel. Like you can't see them, but like you can feel them very, very, very real, Mm -hmm. right? That's what I mean. Like when I say we're energetic beings, it's like you walk into a room with someone who just had a fight with someone, like you feel that tension, that density, like that's like, we're all very aware of it. That's like, you know, that's why it's, it's, it's accessible to everybody because we're all energetic and we can all feel energy. Um, it's just like it's just a practice to be able to tap into it like you said with the athletes like they're you know they're kind of trained to be able to like use their energy in certain ways mm-hmm. and, and you know be sensitive this way versus yeah so yeah so d- tapping into that to be being aware of that and then learning how you can i mean i think the first step is like awareness and how you're feeling and then what you need to do to bring yourself into that balanced state yeah yeah so you said you felt a calling towards this yeah. from how, like, what was the, like, yeah, how does one, like you stumble into the Reiki <laughs> Fall healing? Into Reiki, yeah. yeah. Um, I've always been a very spiritual person mm-hmm. since I was like little, yeah. like I was little and I thought I could just close my eyes and open them and I would be in heaven and like see angels. Like I was always very connected mm-hmm. in that way. Um, and so, you know, I went to college and I, did um, psychology because I like knew I wanted to help people in some way. Yeah. Um, and it was like right before I graduated, I was having like an existential crisis because I'm like, I don't want to be a psychologist. Like, I don't know what, how I'm going to integrate like my need to help people in a way that's me. And my best friend was like, have you heard of Reiki? And um, I was like, no, what's that? And she showed me YouTube videos and like instant chills, like all through my body. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) Like, how have I never heard of this? And so this was like spring break, like before my last quarter at UC Davis. And so I was as a senior, as a senior. So I was driving back up to school for my last quarter and I like put on a podcast uh, called Reiki Radio. I was like, I don't know what to do. I just need to dive into this. And I listened, binge just the whole way up, like all six or seven hours. Just like, I mean, full chills in my body, like the whole way. Just feeling that alignment with this path. It was like, oh, duh. Like, that's so cool. This is it. Um, and I just like, I just dove into it from there. I, I didn't know like anything about building a business or I was like, this is my, this is my thing. And I was so excited because I finally found it. Yeah. But it was like that integration for me of like, no, I know I'm meant to be here and help people, but I, it's not going to be in like a traditional yeah. sense. 
that's beautiful. I love I love how like clear of a resonance there was where it was like this is the path or this is the thing. And that's a beautiful thing. I think that's yeah, a rare thing to have rare. that like instant deep knowing and then the committed focus towards it. I feel like a lot of people and and this is kind of the way that I felt as well, but there's like breadcrumbs. You kind of pick yeah. up the breadcrumbs. You get those little impulses. You listen to something really resonates. Ooh, let me talk, think more about that. And then you're yeah. at a different vantage point. And then you follow the next couple breadcrumbs to kind of lead you towards there. But it sounds like for you, it was like the whole cake was sitting right there. There was <laughs> yeah. no bread breadcrumbs. It was right there for you. Yeah, I kind of stumbled upon Reiki itself. And that's not to say I didn't have like certain experiences like through college. Like I had a few like random things. Like there was one girl that just walked up to me on the street and was like, like, I have a message for you. This has never happened to me before, but like, you're meant to like do something big and like heal. Like, you have healing hands. And I was like, okay, thank you. I was like, I'm pretty sure I was like drinking that night. Like, I was crying. Like, what is going on? Like, who are you? And, and then I had like a reading um, with a psychic who also did tarot. And she was like, you're going to be doing something like me. Like, I was like, okay, like, that's really cool to think about, but I have no idea what that means right. or like what that looks like. So it's, it's not like that hadn't come into my For experience, sure. but by the time I was like ready and like to find it, yeah, yeah kind of just beautiful. So me. this was a couple years ago now, right? Yeah. So that was, I graduated 2018. So yeah, yeah, four and, years almost. And then what's, what was the journey like from almost like accepting this call to adventure, right? Of being like, okay, cool, Reiki, I want to learn this. I want to provide this to other people to yeah. where you're at now, where you actually have a sustainable business around Reiki, around Reiki healing and helping other people tap into their own Reiki healing. Yeah, it was definitely a journey. I feel like the more it's, the journey to our growth is more about unbecoming <laughs> um, first. Tell so me more about that. What was, do you mean? So like I, you know, I was coming out of college and, and I, you know, I was always me at my core, but it was like my perspectives and the things I was like had in my experience with like relationships and like my relationship to myself mm -hmm. and, and my view of myself like had to completely change. And so it was a journey from there. You know, I, I graduated. I knew I wanted to move to San Diego. That was another thing that was like, duh. But <laughs> I was like, so how am I going to make this happen? So I got a job um, doing like photo work. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was like my means to move here. And so I was doing that and like diving into that for two years. And so Reiki kind of took a backseat knowing that that was going to be like my end game kind of thing. Um, and that whole thing was just like, I basically just went into isolation mode and I, you know, I had two roommates, but I was just like on my own deal and, and healing myself, um, really from, from a lot of just a lifetime of just being so hard on myself and so, mm. um, just in a, just, a lot of like toxicity and things that were in my experience were just a, like I had to like undo a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, and yeah. How do you go about undoing that? I think we all can relate to stuff in our past of either us being hard on ourselves or toxic past relationships or habits or patterns. Like how do you, how did you go about, I guess I should say, how did you go about undoing that? Yeah, I, I really followed like my, what I knew to be true for myself was like my spirituality and like what that meant to me. And, and it really came from a place of self-love. Like I really just took the stance of like, if I truly loved myself, would I be like putting up with this situation? Would mm. I be working this job? Would I, you know, be eating this food? Would I be talking to myself this way every day? And it like, it completely shifted things for me because I realized 
like, no, a lot of what was in my experience, like, no, if I truly loved myself but to my core, like, no, I wouldn't. And it, I had to kind of take the perspective oftentimes of like, if my best friend was like coming to me saying that she was like experiencing this or, you know, speaking to herself this way or felt that about herself, I'd be devastated. I'd be like, you deserve better than that. You know, it's like I had to become my own best friend and, and really, you know, just go inward and, and really realize like what like my life was supposed to be and and just dive into really self-love and you know it's such a buzzword right now and like self-love this and love yourself it, it it's deep it goes really deep you know so yeah and that's really what it was the process that's beautiful i love that idea become your own best friend that's yeah. so true that's that's such the case when you're when you hear your friend going through a hard time or in these patterns or loops what's the first thing yo you know don't you don't put up with that you deserve way better than that but yeah. then we got that thought track in our head that's telling us the exact same thing. Yeah. That's great. I like I just love that idea. We need to put that on a t-shirt, become your own best friend. <laughs> yeah. In just so many ways. Like yeah. spend time with yourself. Totally. Enjoy spending time with yourself, having fun with yourself. Like and yeah. enjoy like the relationship that is being a best best friend of what it takes to be a best friend, the effort that it takes to be a best friend. So So true. Love that. Okay, we're gonna put that on a t-shirt, yeah? <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Sell some merch. Yeah, that's powerful <laughs> though. So, okay, so then you, you're you're going through this. Did you get certified to be like a Reiki practitioner? Yeah. What was that process like? So, same best friend who introduced me to Reiki. She, you or like the actual best friend? <laughs> my actual Your best actual friend. friend. Okay, who cool. Told me what Reiki was. Yes. She and I went to a class um, that like winter. So, which friend was this, by the way? Ago. Her name's Claire. And Claire. She's okay. like my oldest friend. We call each other soul sister. Like, Love it. Yeah. Um. So she came down to San Diego. We got certified. There was a lady who just did it out of her house and just did levels one and two mm -hmm. at the same time. And so I was like, sounds good. Like, let's not overcomplicate it. Let's just get it all done in one yeah. day. Like, bing, boom. So yeah, she came down. We did the class and um, I got certified just in levels one and two, which level two allows you to actually practice on other people. So um, I like walked away and was like, cool, I'm a practitioner. And like, you know, I was like, now what? Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. But yeah. And then after the now what? What was like because I, I know that there's there's a lot of synchronicities in the story as well because yeah. and I'm curious to hear what they are because of that alignment that you felt and like and knowing this is the path. I don't really know quite sure. I'm not quite sure what or 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 how, but like I know why and I know that those things are gonna unfold. So like what what um, were were there any you know things that came full circle or synchronicities that came in that path? Yeah, I mean, once I started actually practicing, because there was kind of a gap like between the time I actually learned Reiki and like mm -hmm. when I actually started putting it into practice, because it was so close to my heart that I think I um, took it so seriously that I was kind of scared to like start somewhere because I didn't want to be bad at it. Or, yeah, you know, and that was like where I was at the time was like I was still having this like mentality of like mm -hmm. no, you have to be perfect at it. You have to, you know. Um, so there was a gap. There was like a lot of still growth that I had to do, and so it was kind of I think a couple months after that maybe like six months like that summer after that I really like kind of had a more spiritual awakening and I dove more into um like personal growth so I did like a like a workshop that was like mm -hmm. very it was totally turned my world inside out I like kind of dove even deeper into spirituality learned mm -hmm. about aliens like mm -hmm. had like that whole experience of like whoa like yeah. <laughs> like my mind was just like blown open um and I was just pretty blown open spiritually and then it kind of like things started kind of falling in like all right let's let's like put some some steps forward like let's work on some friends and family and um 
and then yeah it was just kind of like a small like a slow and steady crawl (laughs) yeah to actually get to the point of like where i feel comfortable enough to say like okay this is like actually what i meant to do but there was a point um when i was working my job that it it kind of was like this is no longer an alignment like i had grown so much um that it was like Mm. i i can't like force myself to do things anymore yeah that aren't in alignment that are you know that don't align with like my highest purpose and like my soul like because ultimately it was just draining me so um it was an amazing job i loved my boss and everything but i was like you know, I like, I have a purpose and like, I have to follow it. So I just quit. Um, that was like right before I met Sage. So like, like whatever that was right around when COVID started. Yeah. That was like that week that I basically was like, I can't. That's scary. That's a, that that must've been a big jump, right? To surrender to that. Yeah, it was, it, you know, there's, there's certain crossroads that I've been at, but it's like, oh, I literally have no choice. (laughs) Like I literally have no choice, but to just surrender and, and fall into the uncomfortable, which is like to like step away from what this is or whatever Mm -hmm. that's, that's keeping me back from moving forward. Like, you know, there's, and that was one of those things is just, like no i literally can't do it anymore right and yeah. you pulled the rug out from under you <laughs> no choice take the yeah. training wheels off totally and then you were able to f- fill that gap that was then created by yeah. pushing forward and getting legs underneath your business at that point point. that's the other thing is like when you surrender and you like create space in that way you like let go of something like guess what like that space has to be filled so like naturally it's going to be filled with exactly needs to yeah. be in place of that. So yeah, you know, I, I moved home, um, with my parents that summer and, and things started taking off in terms of my practice and, Mm. um, people just randomly started hitting me up and, um, asking for it. And, and like things just kind of continued to fall into my experience that were right. Like there was no turning back at that point. Yeah. It was like, I only going to be doing this. That's amazing so. that that happened that quickly too in that way for you. Yeah, you know, it felt like a long, <laughs> a long time yeah. because, but it really, like when it, when it's meant to be and everything, like all the pieces are in place, it just like it's you know just flows. Absolutely, I found this time and time again too with with everything in life, nothing's ever missing. This is a big principle I learned from one of my mentors. It's like nothing is ever missing. It just, it's all there. It just changes forms. And so when you're able to create space for something or it feels like you lost something, it's there in just different forms. And once you can recognize that and change your perception and see that, then it it changes everything. It changes the entire world that you're living in. And I've had so much to the point where it's like, I've, I've turned down certain clients or I've stopped working with certain clients Mm and, and to a a much, uh, puzzled look from a lot of people because that was either good income or anything, anything right. else. And, yeah. and I was a little worried myself too. And then all of a sudden it's just like it's things you can't make up. It's like that next day someone reaches out to me and wants to sign on for the exact same amount that that client was right. right? Totally. Like it, it, the balance is just <laughs> totally there. And, yeah. and I think that's a big important reminder for anybody listening and just for people in general to rem- to remember is that, what you're clinging on to and what you're holding on to like what what would happen if you let go of that and something and what would you open your hands up to receive next yep 100 percent. yeah i that's like one of the biggest things like i tell people it seems like a lot of people throughout my life have come to me right before like a big life transition or they're like having trouble moving forward and i always send them this like one meme it's like a person standing on a cliff and then they can't see over the ledge but there's a big hand like about to mm. 
to like catch them and then there's like a finger about to flick them off the edge and like above each of them it says like god so like the hand is god flicking yeah. you off you are god falling off or universe whatever and then the hand is also god catching, catching you. you so it's like you're always going to be supported like, that's fun i've yeah. seen that on your instagram that's a great one i love it because it's true every single time yeah yeah jump in the net shall appear is another yeah, line that exactly. i've heard which is beautiful too jump take that jump and the net shall totally appear yeah it has to. Yeah. And and the and the crazy thing too that I find is the more that I trust in that, the more that I'm like, all right, Nat, I know you're down there. Let's jump. Like the higher the jumps get. Yeah. And the more the more belief you have and the more evidence you have. Like I I, I don't know about you. I have so much evidence that there's a net there. Totally. And it doesn't make jumping any less scary. Jumping's still scary, but you start to trust it more. And when you can trust it more, you start to be able to take those bigger jumps and those bigger leaps. Yeah. So true. Hundred percent. That evidence is, especially as like kind of like practical people, it's like yeah to be able to say like let's look back for a minute. Like last time you took a leap, like what happened? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's also something I I love about you. And I'm I, I, when we were traveling together in Virginia, I had a lot of fun, and it was really nice to have someone else that was like logistically minded. I'm sure it was probably nice <laughs> yes. for you as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was nice. <laughs> to um, to uh, that's kind of the way I am when it comes to traveling or logistics. Like I want to think things through. Make sure we get to the airport plenty early like yeah. so how do you balance like i see that part of you and then i see this incredible strong um surrender part of you and this intuitive very feminine part of you as well like how do you balance the two how are you in touch with both sides of all the the idea of surrendering and then the also idea of like well i've also got to run a business and pay rent so like <laughs> how do those kind of reconcile or balance out for you it's a continuous balancing act. And it's something as my business is like continuing to grow, it's it's become um, a bigger like task because so much of, of running it is is like putting in the work. But also if you want to be like aligned and have like an intuitively built business, you have to also be very much in your like intuitiveness and like your your feminine. Right. Um, you know, and I like it's funny because I have I do have two sides of me. I'm like very techie. So like I'm like on the computer, like right. literally building my website like the past couple of days. I've totally rebuilt it. And then I have to take a break and be like, you know what? I'm going to like I need to meditate. I need to go take my salt bath and just like unplug. You know, it's it's mm. really like just being aware of yourself enough in each moment to like and yeah. giving yourself the space to just be and like acknowledge like when you need that time, you know? Yeah. Um, and just and also trusting that that's like right now, like what's best for my business is is if I go take a salt bath or <laughs> like if I go like I swear. unplug because yeah. like the more that we come at things from this energy of like, oh, like gritting our teeth and like that's like that sense of control. That's like that's not like there's no room for that surrender or like flow, you know, a hundred percent. I I think sometimes the most productive uh, two hours I can spend a day is surfing. Yeah. Like the most productive thing that I can do for business is to surf. Yeah. And I'm going to, because here's the thing, I'm, I will probably end up working more productively and probably longer mm -hmm. than I would have if I just sit at the computer and try to grit through it. Because if I go take that time to go surf or whatever it might be, maybe to go for a run, maybe break a sweat, whatever some for my, me, my, the parameter for me is some high vibe activity every day, right? Yeah. That gets me into movement or motion or s something like that that it then aligns me in a way where I can come back with a clearer mind, more settled in to where the work stops feeling like I'm butting my head against a wall and I'm yeah. actually making progress. And mm -hmm. then I'll work even harder. I'll work even longer. Right. So it's just getting over that idea of, 
I've got to suffer through this versus what what can I do? As Abraham Hicks says, put the effort where the effort belongs. What can I do so that I can align with that? So yeah. it's all about flow. You all, know? Yeah. Just like getting in that flow state and like whatever that is, like surfing for you or like yoga for me sometimes, like that really is like the most important thing because then like you get a total perspective shift sometimes. Like you'll come back to your work and be like, oh man, like I was coming at this from total right. lack or like right. whatever. Um, and now I'm like, I have a totally different, like that happened to me yesterday. Like I went, I was like, I'm so like, I'm holding way too much energy of other people. So I like went and got a massage. And like before that, I was going to make a post about like my business and this and that and just didn't feel right. And then I got my massage and like went to my phone and I like posted a meme instead. Like that was like funny to me. Yeah. It's like that is like that's more me right now. You know, like that's yeah. that's what it should be. It's like fun. So it's yeah. like the most important thing is just to be in flow like like mm. as much as you can, whatever that is for you, even if it means stepping away from the grind, you know. So good. What What advice do you have to people who want to get into flow more? I think like find what that what that is the simple things in life that really make you feel like present and joyful like like if it's like literally the smell of like fresh cut grass mm. if it's like putting your feet on the earth if it's um like going to the beach and just like watching the waves or like watching the birds or you know it's finding like the little things I think to start that really kind of take you out of whatever it is you're doing and you can really like stop and be present, I think that's a really good place to start because mm -hmm. oftentimes it's kind of a big question to be like, what makes you like, what brings you joy? You know, yeah. some people might know, like some people might have that thing like fishing, surfing, like, um, but I think it, it doesn't have to be so big as it can be as simple as just like, you know, I really love like mm -hmm. going and hugging a tree <laughs> or like whatever, because that it just brings you back to yourself. And that's really like our only thing is like, as long as, you're like acting from a place of like your true authentic self and like you're in flow, you know? Yeah. And more baths. And more salt baths. More salt baths. <laughs> sea salt. Pure sea salt. People. Pure sea salt. Not Epsom salt. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Sea salt. Why Keep sea salt? natural. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just something I've, I've kind of, I've felt the difference. Like when I feel like I'm doing pure salt, like sea salt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. different. Like point why you surf, you know? Right. Yeah. It's the same type of I got cleansing. you. It makes total sense. Yeah. Only sea salt from now on. Right. I got to get me some sea salt. <laughs> like Epsom salt's great, but yeah, for, for the purpose of cleansing, it's like keep a nap. Yeah. Right? That you makes know? total sense. Yeah. That's, that's why I love the ocean. It feels like a, it's like a baptism every time you're in there. It's yeah, just a total, it's yeah, it's a rebirthing process and you get out of that water just feeling so much more grounded and yeah. focused and centered. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Beautiful. So, uh, as we're time is flying by over here, as it tends to do, um, what what advice do you have for people to really uh, like up upgrade up leveling your energy? Like that's a that's a term. I think I might have heard it from you as well, yeah. but that's a term that I've heard around. Like, how do you up level your energy? What does that mean to you? Master class that I do. That's the mass name. Of your master yeah. class. Perfect. Um. So it's it's like step one is awareness. So like, I'll just go based off of like the format. Perfect. Of my Let's master class. So like day one is, is, um, is locating and like feeling your energy. So like getting in tune with where you might be like holding energy and storing it. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, like I have a three-step process of like being able to scan and, um, um, it's just like connecting to yourself and then like activating your hands, your healing mm -hmm. hands, and then scanning your body just slowly. Um, and then, so once you become of, 
aware of your energy and you're able to kind of locate where you're storing your energy, then you can go into like clearing out certain blocks. Mm -hmm. And I, so day two is like using breathwork and Reiki, like breath, that combination is a powerful combination. So, you know, clearing it out with the breath or whatever that is, um, for each person might be different, but, um, creating space, like creating space with the breath is really huge. And then, um, you know, I like to couple that with Reiki on the back end to really kind of like upgrade the, the, the system. Mm. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the format of it. But, um, in terms of like what somebody can do like every single day, it's, I like the first thing that comes to mind is, is stick to like your natural state. Um, you know, if you're feeling like sticky, mm-hmm. you're kind of eh, like, one thing you can really do is like just like eat fruit, like eat fruit most of the day and like just stick to like natural, like lighter, like foods, like what are you putting in your body like becomes you. So like higher vibrational foods, like only be listening to like binaurals that mm-hmm. day or, you know, um, really like prioritizing yourself um, in that way. Just thinking from from that higher perspective and um, that's, you know. Sounds pretty broad. <laughs> yeah, that's that high vibe living. Yeah. That's that high vibe lifestyle, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's it kind of has to like doing everything with intention is really like how you up level yourself. So like the mm. the people you surround yourself with, like the way that you eat, the you know the things you say to yourself in the mirror, like it's all it's it all goes into like your energy. And and if you feel like you want to like up level that, then it you know like where where have you been kind of avoiding or like we know. Yeah. Makes sense. And just the same way you were explaining how every, everything has its own energy frequency, its own energy level. We obviously are emitting our own energy level the same way when like there's certain people that we gravitate towards, or there's certain people that we want to like be around or, you know, we just love their energy. And that's what we'll even say, like, you've got the greatest vibe or I love (laughs) your energy. Like we say those words. And so what I'm hearing you say here, which is helpful for me is, that is something that's in our control, yeah. right? That's something that we can control our energy level and our vibe based on what inputs we're bringing into it because totally. we're going to be a combination. We're going to be resonating with the the media we're consuming, the conversations we're having, people we're surrounding ourselves with, the food we're putting in our body. Yeah. All of those things will create what our, what our vibe is and we can control that. Yes, that. That. <laughs> you nailed it. That's, that's, that's really cool. Mm. So, um, I, I love that. Um, where can where can people find you? Where can people stay in touch with you if someone's interested in learning more about Reiki? What kind of directions can you point them? Yeah, so I've kind of shifted from just doing sessions. Now I'm actually certifying women in Reiki one Beautiful. and two um, virtually too. So um, my Instagram is at energetic underscore bliss, and like all the links and everything. It will be in the show notes too, yeah. so everybody can access in the show notes. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and then my website is just morganmancuso.com. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the main things. But yeah, I'm excited because my biggest thing now is like I want everybody to know that everybody has this innate ability to heal themselves, right? Like as long as, you know, we're, we're coming at it with intention. And I just like, I don't like the, like associating myself with the, with the term healer. Like I don't really like identify with that because mm-hmm. each person is their own healer. Um, so being able to certify women in Reiki and, and now kind of shift the focus and empower people to be able to heal themselves. Like that's what it's about. That's Beautiful. like a true like healer in mind. That's what, you know, that's what right, it is. Right, right. There's no ego in that, right? Yeah. 
So amazing. Yeah, is, so. is there, uh, is there anything else you want to share with the listeners as we wrap up here? Hmm. I, that last little tidbit was kind of it. I like, like that. you, like you are so powerful and you're so capable of, of your own healing and as big and scary as it might sound, like it's really, it's, it just starts with that first step of, of just acknowledging your own power. That's, you know, everyone has it. Beautiful. Morgan, I'm super inspired by you. Thank you as you continue to lead your way and lead your path and, and leading from that place of intuition and with that heart in just such a beautiful way. So thank you, thank you for being on here. Thanks for sharing your story. Uh, really excited to uh, have, maybe we'll have you and Sage on as like a dual session. That'd be we fun. Should. That would be fun. That'd be cool. I feel like all of our conversations <laughs> together are always just like a podcast worthy. So oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I love it. But anyway, thank you particularly for thank being you. on here. And um, yeah, excited to see what's next. Thanks, Josh. Absolutely. Appreciate it. <laughs>